Welcome to Zichud Daf Simanim. Remember, I have Ram Goldar, and today we're Zechus Sukkah Daf Yud Gimel, the first parak Sukkah Shehigvoa. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, the Mishnah and Daf Yud Beis Amuna of Tat. The one may not use even kosher schach if it's tied into bundles. On our Daf, Rabbi Gidol said in the name of Rav, "I have kusid the dikel mesachim buhu." One may use the offshoots of the day palm for schach, afagav de agide, although they are bound together at their base and resemble a bundle, because a natural bundle, literally a bundle made by heaven, is not deemed an egged. Rashi explains that the cluster of stalks growing out of the stump resemble branches tied together at the base. Now, it might have been thought that such a cluster should be possible for use of due to its similarity to the case of the bundles in the Mishnah. Rav Gidol continues that even if one would bind the offshoots together, which Rashi explains is done to make these offshoots lay flat and smooth in a way that they cover the top of the sick and provide shade, it is still not deemed an egger because eged bechad loshme eged, a binding of a single object is not deemed an egger. The Gemara will discuss whether a bundle of two is deemed an egger. Point number two, Rabbi Abba said, these huts, made of a rubbers, once their upper knots are undone, they're kosher to be used as chach. Rashi explains that bird hunters would make small conical huts in which to lie and wait for their prey. Long, pliable arubas were arranged upright in a wide circle with their bottoms braided together with a rope to hold them in place. Their tops would then be bent towards the center of the circle and tied together. Once the binding that holds the upper ends of the branches is untied, they may be used as chach. Now, when the Gemara asks why they are kosher, since they're still bound together below, Rapapa answered that we're discussing a case where he untied the rope holding them together below, but left the braid intact. Rabbi Abba is teaching that even though the braiding is in place, the branches may be used as chach. Rav Huna Bered Rav Shu answered that you can even say that he did not untie the bottom knot. The reason they're kosher for schach is because any egged that's not made in a manner that allows it to be carried is not deemed an egged and is therefore fit for schach. Rashi explains that the branches would slip out of the braid once it's carried. And point number three, Rabbi Abba said in the name of Shmuel, The vegetables which the Chachamim said, one may be Yotzi's of morrow with them on Pesach, can act as an oil to make something tummy. Rush explains that even though the leaves are flimsy, as long as they are fresh and moist and have enough substance to act as an oil, they can bring the tumor to an object that is underneath it. They ain't but they do not act as a chitzitza against tumor, and they postle the sukkah and use a schach as if they are open space, since when they dry up, they crumble and fall down and cease to form a roof. Therefore, it's as though they are not here even before they dry up. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishnah Duff Yud Beis Amadov taught that one may not use even kosher schach if it's tied into bundles. On our Duff, Rav Gidel said in the name of Rav, One may use the offshoots of the date palm for schach, although they are bound together at their base and resemble a bundle because eged, a natural bundle is not deemed an eged. Rush explains that the cluster of stalks growing out of the stump resemble branches tied together at their base. Now, it might have been thought that such a cluster should be possible use as chach due to its similarity to the case of the bundles in the Mishnah. Rav Gilo continues that even if one would bind the offshoots together, which Rush explains is done to make these offshoots lay flat and smooth in a way that they cover the top of the sook and provide shade, it's still not deemed an eged because iged bechad loshme eged, a binding of a single object, is not deemed an eged. The Gemara will discuss whether a bundle of two is deemed an eged.
Point number two, Rabbi Abba said, These huts made of rabos, once their upper knots are undone, their coach should be used as chak. Rashi explains that bird hunters would make small conical huts in which to lie in wait for their prey. Long pliable arabos were arranged upright in a wide circle with their bottoms braided together with a rope to hold them in place. Their tops would then be bent towards the center of the circle and tied together. Now, once the binding that holds the upper ends of the branches is untied, they may be used as chach. When the Gemara asks why they're kosher since they're still bound together below, Rav Papa answered that we're discussing a case where he untied the rope holding them together below, but left the braid intact. Rabbi Abba is teaching that even though the braiding is in place, the branches may be used as chach. Rav Huna Bered Rav Yeshua answered that you can even say that he did not untie the bottom knot. The reason they're kosher as chach is because eged sheinu suyotatolo loshme eged. Any egged that is not made in a manner that allows it to be carried is not deemed an egged and is therefore fit for schach. Well, she explains that the branches would slip out of the braid once it's carried. And point number three, Rabbi Abba said in the name of Shmuel, The vegetables which the Chachamim said one may be Yotzi's Chiva Maro with them on Pesach, can act as an oil to make something tummy. Rashi explains that even though their leaves are flimsy, as long as they are fresh and moist and have enough substance to act as an oil, they can bring the tuma to an object that is underneath it. But they do not act as a chatzitza against tuma, and they postal the sukkah when used as chach, as if they are open space, since when they dry up, they crumble and fall down and cease to form a roof. Therefore, it's as though they're not here even before they dry up. All right, so now we go to our Simber Daf Yud Gimel, and our standard simon is Bar Mitzvah Bacher. So here goes. The guest at the sukkah-themed Bar Mitzvah party that featured bound date palm stumps as centerpieces listened attentively to the Bar Mitzvah Bacher speaking inside a conical bird hunter hut about the crumbling nature of moro leaves, which make moro puzzle as chach. Once again, in slow motion. The guests at the sukkah-themed Bar Mitzvah party that featured bound date palm stumps as centerpieces listened attentively to the Bar Mitzvah Bacher by the Mitzvah Bacher. That must be more Daf. Yud Gimel. The guests at the Sukkothim Bar Mitzvah party that featured bound date palm stumps as centerpieces, which reminds the Rav Gittel said in the name of Rav that one may use the offshoots of the date palm for schach, although they're bound together at their base and resemble a bundle because egbide shemaim, mushme eged, and even if one would bind the offshoots together, which Rosh explains is done to make the offshoots lay flat and smooth in the way that they cover the top of the sukkah and provide shade, it's still not deemed an eged because eged bechad, mushme eged, a binding of a single object, is not deemed an eged. So the guests at the sukkah-themed bar mitzvah party that featured bound date palm stumps as centerpieces listened attentively to the bar mitzvah speaking inside a conical bird hunter hut, which reminds Rabbi Abba said that these conical bird hunter huts made of arabos, once their upper knots are undone, their coach should be used as chach. And when the Gemara asked why they're kosher, since they're still bound together below, while Papa answered by discussing a case where he untied the rope holding together below, but left the braid intact. Rabbi Yav is teaching that even though the braiding is in place, the branches may be used as chach. Rav Huna Bereid Rav Shua answered that you can even say he did not untie the bottom knot. The reason they're kosher is chach is because any eged that's not made in a manner that allows it to be carried is not deemed an eged and is therefore fit for schach. And Rashi explains that the branches would slip out of the braid once it's carried. So the guests at the sukkah-themed bar mitzvah party that featured bound date palm stumps as centerpieces listened attentively to the bar mitzvah speaking inside a conical bird hunter hut about the crumbling nature of moro leaves which make moro puzzle as chach, which reminds us, Rabbi Abba said in the name of Shmuel, 
that maror cannot be used as chach, since when it dries up, it crumbles and falls down and ceases to form a roof. Therefore, it's as though they're not even here before they dry up. So once again, the guests at the Sukkoth-themed bar mitzvah party that featured bound date palm stumps as centerpieces listen attentively to the bar mitzvah bachar speaking inside a conical bird hunter hut about the crumbling nature of maror leaves, which make maror puzzle as chach. All right, now it's time for a four blabak chazara. Davtes, so the simmer davtes is a teapot. So here goes. The little old lady's having a tea party, tea party. That must be on daf test, teapot. The little old lady's having a tea party in a sukh yashana, who proudly remind each other not to get hana from its sanctified walls, which reminds us, there's Malchus Beisham Beisil, whether a sukh yashana is kosher, and Beisil learns from the Pasuk, Chag HaSukha Shiva's Yamim Hashem, that a sukkah is Asa Bahana all seven days. Rabbi Yudah ben says, Kashem Shechal Shem Shemayim Al-Chagiga, Kachal Shem Shemayim Al-Sukkah, from the juxtaposition of the word Chag, signifying the Chagiga, and Sukkahs, we learn that just as the Chagiga is sanctified to Hashem, so to the Sukkah is Hashem. So the little old ladies having a tea party in a Sukkah Yashana, who proudly remind each other not to get Hana from its sanctified walls, had no idea they were sitting under a tree, which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, If one builds a Sukkah under a tree, it's as though he built it inside his house, which means that it's possible. And when Rabbi said, this was taught only in regard to a tree whose shade is greater than its sunlight, but if the tree is so sparse that its sunlight is greater than its shade, the sukkah is kosher, the Gemara challenges him, saying that if the tree's sunlight is greater than its shade, it should be puzzle, since he's being with starved, kosher schach, with puzzle schach. Well, Papa answers, the mission refers to a case where he lowered the tree branches and intermingled them indistinguishably with the kosher schach, which can be done, lechadchila. So the little old lady's having a tea party in a sukkah yashana, who proudly remind each other not to get Hana from its sanctified walls, had no idea they were sitting under a tree, and that their sukkah was under a sukkah as well. Which reminds us, the Mishnah stated, Sukkah gabi sukkah el yona kasher batachtona pasua, a sukkah built on top of another sukkah, the upper one is kosher and the lower one is possible. It's taught in a the Pasuk states, Basukah's teshvu in sukkahs you shall dwell, which implies, but not in a sukkah beneath a sukkah, and not in a sukkah beneath a tree, and not in a sukkah beneath a house. The word basukos without a vav, suggests a single sukkah. Daf Yud, so the simmer Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The minion of Yidin, minion of Yidin, that must be more Daf Yud. The minion of Yidin playing to Davin in the lower sukkah, that was separated from the upper sukkah by less than a tefach, which reminds us that continuing with the sukkah of sukkah gabi sukkah, the how much space there must be between the schach layers of the lower sukkah and the upper sukkah for the lower sukkah to be invalid. But she explains the question that the schach layers have to be far enough apart to be considered two sukkahs rather than being one big sukkah. Three opinions are given. One tefach learned from Ole. Tuma, four tefachim, which are considered makum chashuv, or ten tefachim, which is the minimum shear to be makshir sukkah, can also puzzle it. So the minion of Yidin playing to Davin in the lower sukkah, that was separated from the upper sukkah by less than a tefach, were busy hanging decorative sheets for tefachim below the schach, which reminds us that the next Mishnah states that if one spread a sheet over the schach, because of the sun or beneath, because of falling leaves, the sukkah's puzzle. And the Gemara Rav Chisa said, but where it's spread to decorate the sukkah, the sukkah's kosher. Rashi explains that a sheet spread for decorative purposes does not earn a schach designation, and therefore will not invalidate the sukkah. The Gemara brings Malchokas and Marayim regarding noy sukkah that are spread up beneath the schach that are removed from the schach by four tefachim. So the minion of Yidim playing to Davin in the lower sukkah that was separated from the upper sukkah by less than a tefach were busy hanging decorative sheets for tefachim below the schach and installing nine tefachim kilo canopy beds for reciting the Shema. 
which reminds us that one may sleep under a kilo canopy spread out around a bed in a sukkah, even though it has a flat roof, provided it is not ten fucking high off the surface of the bed. Rav Tachliva Barabimi said in the Mishmol that one who sleeps naked within a kilo canopy may poke his head outside the canopy and recite the Shema. Since it's lower than ten fucking, it's seen as a mere covering of his body like a garment, and therefore he may stick his head outside the canopy and recite the Shema. Daf Yudolf. So the sim Daf Yudolf is stars. So here goes. The Bacher used a cutting utensil shaped like a star, shaped like a star. That must be on Daf Yudolf. The Bacher used a cutting utensil shaped like a star to detach vines on the schach that were tangled in its tzitzes, which reminds us, Rav Huna said that Shmuel held that if one detached vines that were mixed in with the schach, he needs to shake them because of Tazavuminasui. And Rav held that just cutting the vines would validate the sukkah. And he brought the case when someone made tzitzes in a puzzle manner, and Rav said, sever the tips and they're valid. So we see from here that Rav maintains that severing is their making. So to regarding the vines, their detaching is their making. So the Bacha used a cutting utensil shaped like a star to detach vines on the schach that were tangled in his tzitzes, lent one to his friend to pluck berries from a sedasim, which reminds us the Gemara suggested that it was a malchokas tanaim, whether cutting an object represents an act of making, in the case of the one who plucked berries off a dust because they outnumbered its leaves and made a puzzle. The more deflects this shot, saying that the Malkus was whether a of is learned from Sukkah and requires Taz Asli regarding the egret, the bundling of the dal meaning. So the Bacher used a cutting utensil shaped like a star to detach vines on the schach that were tangled in its itzes, lent one to his friend to pluck berries from his adasim who was standing in the mist. Which reminds the mission stated, Ze'akal koshim akabotuma ve'in gedu amina aretz e'in masachikin bo. And the Gemara asked for the source of this ring, and Rishlakish, who holds that we dwell in Sukkos, to remind us of the Anneya Kavu, says, the Pasuk states, ve'ed yal amina aretz, and a mist ascended from the earth. And for Rekiva, who holds Sukkos mamush asulehem, that the Jews made for themselves actual Sukkos, Rabbi Yochan holds the Pasuk is, ba'asma kamagarnacham yikvecha, with your gathering from your threshing floor and from your wine vat. The Pasuk is going to Yankov, a kasmadabra, here, when alluding to the Sukkah, the Torah speaks of their refuse, which are not makabotuma, and grow from the ground. Dafyud base, so the symbol Dafyud base is 12 brothers. So here goes. Six brothers pranked other six brothers, 12 brothers in total, that must be one Dafyud base. Six brothers brought bundles of straw from the field to store it, and then hid in a hollowed out haystack, which reminds the Rabbi Yirmi clarifies, based on a statement that said in the name of Yochanan, that the reason why tied bundles may not be used for schach is Mishum Gezeros Otsar, because of a rabbinic decree against the use of a storage house. And the explanation for why the hollowed out haystack is possible is because of the derice of Tasev Aluminasui. So six brothers brought bundles of straw from the field to store, and then hid in a hollowed out haystack. After they pranked their other six brothers' sukkah, was schach made of female arrow shafts, which reminds us that Rabbi Yudah said in the name of Rav that if one would cover the sukkah with male arrow shafts, it's kosher, but if you cover with female arrow shafts, it's puzzle. With the first of halacha of male arrow shafts being kosher, Rav was coming to teach there were not goes against male shafts because of female shafts. And with the second halacha of Benekevus Basuli, he's coming to clarify that one might have said, base kibo asilu lamalus loshme kibo, a receptacle made to be filled permanently, is not considered a receptacle, a base kibo, and since the female arrow shaft is made to be filled permanently, it should not be makabal tuma. Therefore, Rav teaches that it is considered a base kibble and cannot be used as chach. So, six brothers brought bundles of straw from the field to store and then hid in a hollowed out haystack. After they pranked their other six brothers' sukkah with schach, made of female arrow shafts, and plenty of smelly herbs. Which reminds me of Yudas said that one may use ferns and artemisia herbs for schach since they're not fit for consumption and therefore not makabotuma. Abai said that one may use ferns for schach but not artemisia herbs since their odor is offensive and one will abandon the sukkah and leave. Alright, so that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zikh wishing you a great day and great learning.